wish that was recorded. That'd have been a great. Oh. Sorry, you recording, El super, el super wild card weekend. No, how super has this wild card weekend been so far? I mean, three out of the four games have been pretty, pretty freaking stellar, if you ask me. We football's been footballing, huh? Most definitely, most definitely. Oh, by the way, TCU got smashed by Georgia, but uh, number seventeen in hoops. We'll get to that later on, and, and then some. That co- that concludes our college coverage. Of the college football playoff and national championship. Um, back to back to the NFL. Supercard weekend. Capo oh. like that. Right, Cap? First down. Sorry, guys. I gotta. I'm, I'm jumping right into it. Um, Let's do it. First down. We were eulogizing. Mm. Yeah. You, you know what I uh, the person that I happen to be dating right now is a Seahawks fan and they were very upset uh, how, with the, how much hope they, they they had a lot of hope how much we, hope did we have? oh so much hope after that first half Set, going up 17 to 16 it looked like they were going to be really good but you know what yeah. really scared me guys the fact that San Francisco started that second half with a 19 play drive for a touchdown that took up half of that entire third quarter and at that point i was like oh that defense Uh, of theirs just got an like a whole extra half time and then some to rest an extra half hour rest and i was like there's no way they're gonna come out and letting stones and that offense just drive on them right now and they totally shut them down for the rest of that half. And it's and it's funny because if I'm the Bills, and we'll get to that game later on, later on, but the Bills didn't learn anything from the Niners, didn't come out and just run, run, run the ball to waste the clock. That's what you got to do. San Francisco was so smart. And honestly, right now when it comes to the NFC, they might be the most for real, for real team that there is. I don't think yeah, I mean, yeah. they were they're that they're that good. And I don't know if you have anything uh, just to fit in right here. I have a limited fake um, analyst, so it go will, ahead. It will, it will explain it. It will explain it away. We can move on to second down. Um, but pretty much, 49ers came out in the second half, punched them in the mouth, turned around and looked at everybody and said, "Who else wants some of Debo?" Terrible. Absolutely. Honestly, no, I think that was really good because because typically sometimes when it comes to references, I don't get them right away. I got that one right away. Salute yeah, to Friday. We were trying to do like a cracking thing, and then I was like, "Yeah, this isn't like that. Doesn't sound yeah. That's terrible." Um, it, it was highly um not offensive, I believe. Don't sell yourself I, short. I, I, it, it was not. It was not terrible. Yeah, I feel like I did terrible, but anyway, um, yeah, second down. Um, absolutely, second down and nine. He got a second chance. He got a second chance from Bob Stoops. I happen to pull for people with second chances, okay? Let me make it absolutely clear that I hope he has a wonderful career and he teaches people with that brutal, violent video, okay? Second down and nine. Yeah. Justin this, Herbert only got one yard for play in that second half. 
<laughs> how? Uh, how? Just how? What an awful Like they're they're showing that clip of Bosa slamming his helmet on the ground, and then they're saying, "Look how funny it is, Brandon Staley handing it to him." But it's like, and then Bosa slams it again. He had every right to be pissed off, every right to slam that helmet down. It was completely ridiculous. The Chargers chargered that game. They forgot yeah. about Winston Eckler. I mean, just stay just. You how do you, and, it, and it's the same like it's how we mentioned the Bills how I just mentioned the Bills on first down, you run the ball you have a lead you establish a lead you run the ball you waste the clock. Well, this is something I, I was talking about this before we started. So many teams, first half running it great. Walker with the Seahawks, Eckler with the Chargers, and then the second half comes and it's not even like you're down big points like. They just forget, like, oh, we can hand it to this great guy, and, and we'll just like, we're, we're just gonna control the game. It's just, it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing when, when there's 32 NFL jobs, when smart coaches seemingly just get dumb for no apparent reason. The super caps of the black and no apparent reason. It's, it's mind-boggling. It's, it's, it's crazy. You know who didn't? Yeah, go ahead. Who didn't, Ant? Who, who, didn't, who, didn't, who didn't fail in the second half? Come on. Ooh. Oh, yeah, well, um, uh, a couple of teams, certainly, I would say. The Niners, we talked about them already. You're giant. the Giants. The Giants, yeah. Saquon. Saquon's got those legs turning, and they're pumping. We'll, we'll get to them later, but, but it's just so disappointing. <laughs> because, I mean, I mean, San Diego had control of the game. The people was playing amazing. Yeah, Trevor made some mistakes, but even beyond the fourth half into the first half, they were just controlling the ball, controlling the game. And then the second half came, they were like, uh, we don't know what to do. Yeah, you do. You have the one of the best running backs in the league leading the league in touchdowns for the second season in a row. So 107 catches. Even the short passing game. You know, throw out swings to him, to Eckler, will gain you yards. And it's just like these these coaches forget what they're doing. I mean, you know, he'll be out of a job soon anyway, but I just don't understand how he gets it. How he gets it. How smart guys just turn dumb for no apparent reason. From one play to the next, they forget who they have. It happens to a lot of different coordinators. I never understand it. Andy Reid doesn't have that problem. Um, that's why we're not talking about him this week because he has yeah. a bye. Yeah, because because um, Clyde was there goes out. They plug in McKinnon and McKinnon goes bananas. Like they just even beyond so what they've even been doing, plugging in some of their receivers in at halfback, which has been helping. Which and which uh, I guess we'll get we'll, we'll get into this in third down in a little bit here. But I mean, if you need if sometimes you just need to put the the ball in the the hands of some of your playmakers that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, go you, back to San Francisco, McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Debo, Ayuk, you put the ball in their hands and it's easy. It's just now, like, it's, you don't I need heard, Brock Purdy to throw for 400 yards. You just, it, 
I, again, it's, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating so, when football football. So Daryl Johnston did bring up something interesting during the broadcast of the Niners game. And I know we're going back to first down here a little bit with this, but he had mentioned that like, if you're, Oof. you know, you have to make all of these weapons that you have happy. And, and it made, it reminded me that Debo Samuel demanded a trade out of there uh, in the off season. And I was just like, if you know, if this football is a team sport and is, you know, and I, I understand making your money and being an individual and getting you for your talent. I'm not trying to knock that, but when you're somebody, when you got Ayuk, when you got Kittle, when you're Debo, when you got McCafferty, when you got Mitchell, also Elijah Mitchell, who, who missed a lot of the season, but now he's back healthy. Yeah. Um, you know, if any of those guys have an ego when it comes to, I want more control of the ball, then it's like, okay, well, then they're not going to win. The, they're not going to win it. So it's like, this, this shouldn't even be a point. And I don't, I, I'm not saying that it is for the San Francisco 49ers, but like, if it is, it's just like, okay, well, they're not going to be able to, to pull this out because, you know, it's it's a team sport and you have, they, they all have to, when they're, when it's their time and they are called to the play, okay, fine, they get the ball. But in the, and they're so talented. So it's like a team yeah, just no, on offense and defense is, they are. is stacked. Getting back, getting back to I guess the this uh, this Jacksonville Chargers game. Defense did its job for the Chargers. I I don't. People want to knock on the Chargers a little bit, and I'm like, no. You you know the you have Bosa, you have Mac, you have one of the best secondaries in football with Samuel and and some of those safeties that they have there. No, they they did their job, you know, handedly. It's it's time to start having real conversations about Herbert because even Trevor Lawrence throwing four interceptions and the way he responded in that second quarter or sorry, second half, he's been responding all year when that team. And, and has been showing, okay, now that they've, they've got a little bit of solid footing, you know, he's a really good quarterback. And when it comes to Herbert, I'm not saying he's not a really good quarterback. But maybe they're give, we're giving him a little bit more credit than we should because before the season started, it was Mahomes, Allen, and then Herbert. Not even, not even Burrow. Yeah, you know, but, uh, people were sleeping on Burrow. Burrow Burrow's got the Burrow, Burrow's got the goods, as dude. Stu, as Stu as Stu would say, you see the eye test, and it's easy. To me, the thing about Herbert is we've got to get him under a new coach because I'm not ready to write him off yet. I think his coach has put him in bad situations and bad spots too often this season and did a lot in that second half. I mean, but, the, but is it know, really Staley or is it just the curse of the chargers? Because it just seems like every coach that they get has this stank on them. And I, I know you can't really like, you know, draft against stank or like hire yeah. the right thing to go against stank, but it's just like Staley's not a bad coach. And I feel like he's been he's been more solid for what they've had. I I don't know how different the game is if you have Mike Williams, but it does go to yeah. show that Herbert isn't as good as a lot of people want to make him out to be, without a, a full roster of weapons and around him. I don't know. I think that needs yeah, to be said because know. when Mike Williams has Maybe. been out and when Keenan Allen's been out, he's he needs them both, and with Eckler. To be successful, and he hasn't had that. Capo, did you want to mention something about 
uh, comment on this? I was I was actually checking the time. I think I have to do uh, Capo's fastest three minutes right here so I can get out of here to go watch the Ravens game. Their victory over the Bengals. Um, I, I was trying to lay out what you guys thought because I, I guess I'll just start and just ramble through go my ahead, thoughts. Go ahead, and yeah, back. A, little, a little recap of hurry up offense. Here we go. Um, you know, we've been saying 49ers play for the league. How the hell do you blow that big of a lead? Uh, lead. Uh, and you mentioned uh, San Diego. Yes, in fact, Brandon Staley actually set the Chargers back five years and they are the awesome. San Diego but I know but he, okay. they, they sent them back to San Diego that's why Ant was correct when he said San Diego earlier in the show um, he is probably in uh, Bangkok with uh, Cliff Kingsbury um, the Bills Bills uh, got so lucky too it wasn't fine that game's not even close and they're embarrassed and uh, is Diggs getting too old because like they're you know a few years into it not that he's not going to have a bunch of good years, but they're too wasting a lot old. of his prime right now. They're wasting his prime. They're wasting his prime. If two was playing, Dolphins win that game. Dolphins win that game. Yeah, I agree, but I don't think that's that's despite that's Diggs, but, 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 because Diggs Diggs, Diggs, Diggs was the reason why they were in that game. Exactly. If Diggs doesn't get a Super Bowl this year, we're going on how many? Like they showed that highlight from the, the Minneapolis Miracle. You know that was five six years ago. You know, Diggs is getting older into his career. Like, we're going to be talking about him being a veteran soon instead of, you know, a young and, you know, in, in his prime. Um, I'm just saying, they're, if they lose that game, they're wasting his his years. Um, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousin. Um, not sure. It was a little cousin-on-cousin crime. I uh, don't know how that happened. Uh, Giants uh, are for real, for real. We've been saying, I think, that for some time this year. Danny Dimes. Um, and that leads me into the Ravens. They're going to go into Cincinnati and punch them in the mouth. Doesn't matter who they have. This is playoff football. And what else is to be expected, guys? Who do you, who do you got with the Who do you got with Cowboys and, and uh, Bucks before oh, you get out of here, Cap? Really, look, yeah, I I seen red, and so I get just Ravens Bengals. Um, I have Cowboys. God damn it, if Brady does it, I'm gonna. Ugh. I'm scared that he's gonna do it. No, um, but, but as you said, Tony Pollard would like a word. And as I said, Tony Powell. Tony Powell. And, and that'll do it for the slowest, fastest three, three minutes. Get out of here, Cap. You have a you have a you have a game and a team to go root on and give your good juju to. Thank you for hopping on the pod. Let's go. Oh, welcome to Zero Coverage, by the way. I guess we didn't give a, a formal introduction. And we're back with the Legion of Zoom, the buddies talking tutties. Tonight we have Ant out in Brooklyn. We have Capo, who just jumped off here in Baltimore. I'm, I've been trying to do the Baltimore accent. I don't know I don't know if anybody's been picking Baltimore. up on that. And then we have hey. myself, Palkersaw, out here in Southern California. Ant! So I it's just been a little right bit, we're but... It, it has been a little bit. Dean... Ant is back on Zero Covey. Okay, so let's get back into that Chargers. Um... I just want to—I want to throw something out. I mean, I know fantasy is not necessarily real. You know, it's not comparable necessarily to 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 the real NFL game. But I feel like Palmer and Carter had done well this year, supplementing when Allen was out, supplementing when Williams was out. If one of them was out, they both had decent games. If both were out, they would both. I, I feel like I get a vibe that 
don't know. I, I, I feel like Herbert is put in bad situations. To me, he's got a little bit of, 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 of Dak in him. And what I mean by that is Stephen A has been talking about this, and even Dominique was talking about this a little bit. The Cowboys play better when they run the ball, are under control. They have Dak doing the short passing game and not always Dak trying to or, you know, you know, Kelly Moore trying to win the game on the back of Dak. I feel like it's very similar with the Chargers. You get Eckler going, you get the short passing game going, you 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 get your tight ends, you get Allen or Williams, you get Cardi, you get Palmer going, and you can have a very good game. We saw that in the first half yesterday. And then every so often they try to like, I don't know, I don't know if it's Herbert or, or I don't know if it's him or I don't know if it's Staley that tries to, I've got to win the game on this play. I've got to make a touchdown on this play, not in six plays. And they end up making mistakes and they end up failing because they're trying to do too much. So I just see that happening with with the Chargers a lot, which is why I'm intrigued to see who they get as their next coach because I can't see bringing back Staley. I also don't think hot take here, it's going to be Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton is going out for the Dallas job. And I think after Tampa Bay puts the cross through Dak and 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 McCarthy's heart, that Sean Payton will be the next host for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I, I I really agree. Sean Payton's looking like it's trending that way because he, I mean, going back to him being co- head when he started at New Orleans, he's the part of him has always wanted to be coach of Dallas. Yeah, that's the thing. He's when he was Dallas. from his time there as the offensive coordinator, he's wanted to be head coach of that team. He, he you know, that that team's his speed. Uh, I, 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 I agree with you. If Dallas doesn't find a way to at least make it to the NFC Championship or maybe the Super Bowl, I think McCarthy's out of there and you get Peyton in there. Uh, it's going to be really hard to for McCarthy to maybe keep his job when you have that good of a head coach out there, especially because I don't think Peyton's the type where he necessarily needs a lot of control and i right. think that's why he fits what jerry wants you well, know and I, I know at i don't i know i'm a time. cowboys adjacent fan at this point but i think that um still to this day jerry jones is not going to secede control of his football team to somebody else right. where they're going to get the credit so and i think that sean payton that. is the right the only caveat i make to my bold prediction is something that i think I feel like Stephen A might have brought this up, or maybe even um, Marcus Spears, Swagoo, that the question Salute, is Swagoo. whether Jerry can have some personality as big as Sean Payton in the building with him. Someone who, you know, the press is going to want to interview Sean Payton just as much as they're going to want to interview Jerry. So even though I don't think Payton wants control, people just want to go out and coach, and he'll, he'll be very happy to do that. I'm intrigued to see how that dynamic could work out. So that's my one caveat to what happening. I just don't really see him in San Diego. I just don't see him fitting in that – or in L.A., sorry. I keep saying San Diego because, to me, they're chargered. And, you know, what do you do but charger? You can't charge it from L.A. You charge it from San Diego. No offense to the to the great people of San Diego, but I digress. Should we, should we move it on to third down in today's early game? Funny. Third and goal. Oh, hold on. That was terrible. Third and goal. Oh, that was even worse. All right, let's five more tries. Third and goal. There you go. Take that one. Sorry, 
sorry, Ant. I was just sending out a message real quick to see if we oh, got right. a Don't quick worry. guest on. Um, I, I did want to bring up something that you had, had mentioned about running the ball. Um, so we, we talk about how good the, the defense is in, in like running the ball and taking up clock for your offense is good for the for the defense. And the one last thing I wanted to mention, too, when it came to the Chargers in, the, in Jacksonville, the Chargers defense was on the field for such a long time in that first half. Yes. And even going into that second half, they did not get the proper time to, to really rest because they were giving a short field the whole time. You know, it was quick tutties and then and then and so forth. But yes, let's get into our next game here with the Dolphins and the Bills. Holy cow. I honestly I uh, I was going back and forth a little bit with salute to Mike Fuentes. Shout out Mike Fuentes um of the Lebatard show. Uh cuz I had said, you know, like the Dolphins did a great job. I I think Mike McDaniel coaches ass off today. They had no business whatsoever being in that game with that team. And I would agree. I would agree. And you you could talk about clock, clock mismanagement, whatever. They should not have been in the position to have had clock mismanagement. The the the, the Bills were up seventeen to zero. This is a game the Bills should have ran away with. This is a game where you have Georgia versus TCU. This is the the score that you should be seeing there. And if you most want to show that you're a for definitely. real, you're a for real, you know, Super Bowl contender, there's no way in hell that Skylar Thompson or rookie is going to have a shot in the multiple, not just one shot. Okay, it was multiple shots the Dolphins had at this to win it. Yes, and it and, just and goes to show that the, that that I don't think the like, you know, momentum they have from from whatever. I don't think the Bills have it. And, no, I don't. I. I, I, I agree. I, I think agree. they're not. I, I think, think they're the third that. team in the AFC when it comes to who's for real, for real. And and I, I think that this that. game showed that because the Dolphins should have had no business being in this game on the road at all. No, especially yeah, I mean, when especially... Stephon Diggs was was just blowing by dudes. But it goes to show that if you're going to score that quickly, because the 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 Bills scored quickly, the first touchdown was a huge bomb to Diggs. Got him on the two yard line, boom, in, and it's like it's like how it was against with the Jags in the Chargers when I was just like, oh, there's too much time on the clock. But but the only difference is I didn't think, oh, there's too much time on the clock. I just thought this was going to be a a, blow, a complete blowout because Skylar yeah, Thompson is not Trevor Lawrence. No, and and the thing is that's the thing. The way Skylar Thompson's played all season. No one could have expected what we saw today, which is why I go back to something you said, you know, two minutes ago. McDaniel coached his ass off. McDaniel, like, adjustments and the way, I mean, he did an amazing job. And you know what? Mina Kimes and, and Michael Jr. were saying today on Twitter that you were, that the only way the Dolphins have a shot today is if you see some crazy shit. And I'm not going to lie, Ant, they didn't do crazy shit. No. They, 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 had, they, they had a couple of, you know, and, different and plays, the, but no, yeah, they uh And they for whatever reason, sorry to cut you off here, but for whatever no, reason, Waddle and Tyreek Hill, I, I I feel very passionate about this. I've been drinking a little bit today on the golf course. Waddle and Tyreek Hill were completely dropping passes left and right, wide open passes. They, these weren't difficult catches. These are catches that they've made routinely all year. 
Waddle yeah. dropped a pass in the first half that in the first quarter, the first drive for the Dolphins that could have set them up to win this game the way it turned out. That should have been a touchdown, maybe. He was yeah. wide open. He blew past the cornerback the same way Diggs did the other guy, except he had more room and he caught that. He could have caught that a little bit in stride. He had to jump for it a little bit there, but he should have had that clean. Yeah, mo- most definitely, most definitely. I was I was super impressed with the way the Dolphins played today, and unfortunately, I was not remotely impressed with the Bills. I mean, you know, as you said, I think they're the third team. I think they're the third team in the East, and you know. Their best hope is that, you know, Capo's Ravens, Capo's Ravens knock Joe Burrow out of here because otherwise I don't think they're getting past Burrow next week. Well, can, uh, can you, can you agree with me on this? And, and I typically don't like to, to frame games these ways when it comes to like, oh, did the Bills win this game or lose this game? Honestly, the Dolphins lost this game. The Bills did not win this game. The Dolphins lost it. I, I would agree. I would agree. It was more on the Dolphins. Um, in the end, than 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 what the Bills did do. I mean, you know, and, and although to be fair, I will say, sometimes Allen looks great, and sometimes Allen is a mess with the ball. I mean, three turnovers today. You you can't. I, I mean, you know, big ups to to to. to but and he's to, he's to been, going It's through. not just today. Allen has not no, been playing well since the, since the since the first quarter of the season. The first quarter of no, the season, the Bills season. looked like they were going to run away with it. But since those first four or five games, they have not been it. He has not been no, the he's, – he's, he's been like Dak of the AFC. If I'm being completely honest, he's been playing at a much lower rate, stronger. And I didn't realize it. I mean, I, I kind of realized it. But today when I saw the stat that they were not only fourth in takeaways, but fourth in giveaways, that they've given the ball away yeah. 27 times – I'm like, he's not leading the NFL in interceptions. But then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, he's fumbled the ball a lot. He fumbled the ball a lot. A I mean, lot. he had a couple. Yeah, I mean, and he and he's fumbling the ball in key situations, you know, inside the red zone or inside the 30, the opponent's 30, and, and making, like, trying to, I mean, yeah, he makes great plays, and he will hurl someone, and you're like, oh, my God. And then, you know, two plays later, he'll fumble the snap, and it's like, like, how is this happening? He's, you know, he he's still electric, but his highs, as high as they are, are really, really mirrored by his lows at times. And it's crazy for someone who seems to have so much talent. Yeah, and 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 it seems like he had gotten past a lot of the stuff. But and, and it just goes to show that okay, what was Dave's doing? How much is Dave's crucial to the success of what Allen yeah. had, especially with what you're seeing this Giants team produce? Because yes, if we you want to transition here in the fourth down, fourth and goal, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Okay, let's get in the fourth think, and goal here. Or I, I, I okay, think, let, you know. let's you, we'll keep a little gray area here where we're in between. Okay, because I was just having this conversation. Dayball, coach of the year. Because as as much shit I've t- as I've talked on this Vikings team, because I know they're not for real, and Kirk Cousins doesn't, you know, isn't for real as as well. Um, I mean, not for real, for real. That is, they can be a for real team. They're not for real, for real. Uh, Daniel Jones isn't that good. I'm gonna say it. He's no, not that he's good. Good this season. He's he's looked good this season, yeah, and he's gonna get his money, but he's getting his money because of Dayball. And I would agree. Allen in that in that offense looked a lot better 
with Dayball because they're they're starting to show. Oh, maybe, maybe he he was the part of the equation that they still desperately needed. You know, maybe their real shot at the chip was last season. You know, maybe. uh, because if you're gonna score that, that that's the thing. If you're gonna score that quickly, and the 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 Bills defense is banged up still. They've been banged up all year since that first quarter. They're yeah. not completely healthy still. And they've been struggling all season because of it. I mean, they've been able to mask things here and there, but it's starting it's starting to show its head right now because, you know, if you're going to score quickly, okay, have the defense, you know, get you the ball, but then you have to you have to run out some clock because all sometimes yeah because sometimes the, the, you're scoring looking, too quick, you you put your defense right back on the field really quickly, yeah, and it, and, it, and it takes a toll on a team. This is this is a Dolphins team that did not score a touchdown against the Jets through all 60 minutes last week. Yeah. Only were able to put up nine points against them. And mind you, their receivers were not were nowhere to be found today, pretty much. Yeah. And and they were nowhere to be found against the Jets, too. Yet they they hung up yeah. 31 points on that team. Yeah. Big ups for Chris Cody for the first time uh, since he made that prediction that they scored 30 each oh, week. Oh, big up, salute to Chris Cody, but to sal- salute to that guy, Zoe. Did you see the drip he was wearing today, Ant? I did, I did. The all-white Dolphins crazy. Letterman's yeah. jacket was fire. That was cool. That was cool. Sorry, I've been drinking a little bit, so you know, man, I'm, I'm feeling good. No, that's all right. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Big ups to that guy, Zoe. Big ups to that guy's though. Salute to Chris Cody. You know what? I was thinking, man, Chris Cody's good on that guy for for coming through for making good on his Dolphins playoff trip. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be worth it because of the beatdown they're about to go through. But you know what? It was worth it. They got to he got to see a great game today. That was he a great did. game. He did. That was a great game. Chargers Jags was a great game. That first half. Of Geno oh, Stones yeah. versus the Niners is good, but salute to the to the Seahawks because they have a young nucleus there. They have two solid running backs, and and you know what? As they say, Seahawks got a quarterback, and I think yeah. he's going to return. I think he's I think he's poised to. Uh, I I think that's an interesting for them. them. Do, do they, you know, do they make a high pick? with their with their high pick, or do they uh, resign Geno? I think it's going to be an interesting offseason yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. But let's transition to fourth down. Touchdown. And, uh, or, you know, touchdown as we call it sometimes. Fourth and um, goal. And I just want to yeah. go back to, I want to go back Means. to your Dayball point. For, for me, yeah, Dayball coach of the year for two reasons. One, he learned to use Daniel Jones as a running back in, in some design runs and giving him more ability to be free to go out and scramble. Again today, he had a bunch of Daniel Jones had a bunch of running yards, and so to me that to me that is very much on Dayball, and that is similar to what we saw out of Josh Allen when he made that transition, you know, two years ago to being more of an elite level. And so I, I, I definitely. And the other thing for me with with Dayball is the Giants started off on fire, having a great early season, first half of the season, and then they hit a low. A little bit of low where we were questioning, are they for real, for real, for real, or not at all for real? What are they going to do? How are they mm-hmm. going to respond? Mm-hmm. And and then they responded the last couple weeks very well. I mean, they, they didn't beat the Eagles, but 
you know. Otherwise, they've been playing really well, and they went out today, and you know, they they took it to Kirk Cousins, and well, so yeah, I agree. You know, and that, very, and that's I a, mean, go ahead. But no, no, you finish your point, and then I'll, and I'll go ahead. And my, my, I don't want to keep. No, that was off. just my point. That's why I, I I definitely see him as coach of the year because of because of what he's done. I mean, look, preseason people were saying what five six wins for the Giants, maybe seven if they were lucky, and they went out and they had a really good season. Uh, you know. With, with with what they did, and, and that's I mean, you know, despite what what Dan says that coaching doesn't matter, he went and brought in a culture. He turned the team around. He turned their attitude around, and it showed on the field every single week. Even when they lost, every single week they went out there and they played a certain way, and it worked for them most times. So go ahead, Cat. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, pal. No, uh, well, and like I, I, they had this play on third and fifteen where uh, Slayton, their wide receiver, dropped the ball, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I had said, like, if they somehow lose this game because of this play, that's so indicative of the Giants' season because, like, you know, as much as I don't think they have a good quarterback, they've been able to win despite the fact, and that's been their style this year. But their wide receiver core – and playmakers have been so bad. Just yes. really bad all year. These guys haven't been solid. And that's going to be their one thing that might be their downfall. But they've they've come up short against the Eagles twice now. And I think they might actually have a good shot next week against them. Now knowing that they're going to play the Eagles, they do have a very good shot. And well, no matter what, this this... If you want to make the Super Bowl in the NFC, you have to go through the Niners. That's mm-hmm. like a guarantee. So Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, whatever, they're going to have to face the Niners at some point. Right? Yep. Um, and, you know, if the Cowboys want to win it all, they're, the, this is a good test because the Cowboys haven't been that solid in, in a minute either. No. They, they've been really struggling. They haven't been playing, you know, their best football. It, well, it's crazy. They've been – they play it in spurts. The only complete game the Cowboys have played all year was against the Vikings when they just absolutely kicked the shit out of them. Yep. Right? So they need something similar to that again, and it's like I don't know if they have necessarily that. That in them, yeah. So it's just, it just it's going to depend. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I mean, I would say I'm concerned. I mean, it's Brady. He he seems to when the moments are the biggest, like against the Panthers, just come out and play exceptionally well and and be like you know, even when you're like this can't happen, it, it continues to happen. Um, obviously, at some point it's going to not happen, but uh, yeah, I mean you know, sorry to you, sorry to Ed Bob, I just don't see, I don't know that the Cowboys are going to be able to get past this. You know, the 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 one point of hope I have for them that Michael Irvin brought up on first take early in the week. He's like, they usually don't play two stinkers in a row. So they got their stinker out of the way last week, and this week they'll be ready. But I'm still concerned if I was a Cowboys fan going into Tampa and having to yeah. face Tom Brady. Well, it's what? just – it's Tom Brady, and it's like at the beginning of the year, not knowing who that Tampa team really was just yet, they still beat the Cowboys. Most and, definitely. And, yes, Dak did get hurt uh, through that game. But uh, and I think at the same time the Cowboys didn't really know what their identity was on both sides of the ball, so that is something that's a positive going into this for them. 
But we'll just get to see their their playoff luck has been absolutely the worst for I would I would say any team that's been able to make the playoffs in the last twenty five years. The Cowboys, They're, even though they've been able to make the postseason, typically don't win in that yeah. first game. So yep. it's just it's and if they do win, okay, fine, but they don't get two. So uh yeah. it we'll see how it goes. Tampa, it you know, my it Hopefully, Mike Evans and Tom Brady having that three touchdown game was like a fluke, you know, yeah. and they're just not fi- figuring something out. But it could be them figuring something out. So it's like I don't think the Cowboys should take them lightly. I'm not taking this game lightly. It's probably the biggest, closest matchup of the of the weekend. I think so. I, yeah. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a hard fought game, and and that's why I'm concerned. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but if I was, I would be concerned because Tom. You give him the ball with a couple minutes left. He just seems to have always have that ability to just make something happen. Even if the last, you know, 55 minutes have stunk, he's got something in the last four minutes and 30 seconds for you. I don't know. And he threw for over 4,600 yards this season. Yeah, that's crazy. At 45 years old, he was the second leading, he was the second leading passer in passing yards this year behind Mahomes. and, And if you would look at his season, he had one good game. Maybe two, the whole season, and yeah, that's how. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it, it, it's crazy. It, it's nuts because he can. He. It's like, oh, if you want him to play dink and dunk football too, he's. It's Tom freaking Brady, and him playing dink and dunk football is way better than anybody else playing dink and dunk football. It's nuts. Yeah. You know, it, it. It's just it. It's absolutely incredible. Okay, and I guess this we'll leave this podcast here for us. Predictions on Baltimore, Cincinnati, and. Yeah, Cowboys I think Bucks. Cincinnati, I, I'm sorry, Capo. I hate to do this to you, but I think Cincinnati wins easy. I think without Lamar, your offense is just not – I mean, and without, you know, like Bateman or any real receiving cores out there, I just don't see how how you got a chance to, to, to knock off Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think a, Joe healthy, just, a healthy Burrow and a healthy Jamar Chase playing in the game, they don't stand a shot. A, 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 sh- I, I a just, chance, I'm a shot, sorry. I agree with you, yeah. And then you know, like I said, I, I think I think I think Tampa beats I think Tampa beats Dallas. I just think we have another Dallas failure or shortcoming or you know less than optimal with the way the season's gone and the way they've trended at different points of the season. You know, people wondering if they were the best team in the NFC, and you know, I think clearly they're not. I think you know the Niners obviously are number one, the Eagles number two. I think you can also look at. The Giants has a team that's really, really, really playing well now, and and really understands how their team works. So I'm just, you know, like I said, I think I think Tampa Bay beats uh, beats Dallas, even if Dallas does keep it close. What well, about I'm, you? I'm going Dallas in this case. Uh, I predicted that we'd have a Cowboys Bengals Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, on the not the last pod that we do, Connor Onion, but the one before that. So um, there is there is that there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Cowboys, and I think that's gonna have to conclude this podcast for us, so we can go watch Bengals, Ravens ourselves. This has been another Absolutely. thrilling episode of Zero Coverage. We are the Legion of Zoom. Your buddies talking tidies. We had Ant out in Brooklyn back on the pod with us. Dan, Ant was is. and is back. That's right, my friend. And we had Capo giving us a thrilling, the, the slowest and fastest recap we've ever had. 
um, all decked out in his Ravens gear. Ray Lewis jersey on. That was a Ray Lewis jersey, right? I'm not getting that wrong. That's what he was wearing. Yeah, he was also talking to his wife in the background who was also going to wear Ray Lewis. I think they didn't want to both wear Ray Lewis at the same time, if if I'm not getting that mistaken. But, um, you know, it's funny either way. Uh, but you know, thank you for joining us here. Uh, what a super wild card weekend. I hope we get another. Although I think the Bengals are going to win this one right now. They're, they had the ball back up three points. I think we're going to get another close game. Uh, and, and that's what I'm hopeful for. All right, Ant, have a good night. Good night.